Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. The vial goes crashing to the ground. Smoke quickly spreads out. Golden, Zestim, and Stripey all fall to the ground. Let's slit their throats quick while they're asleep. Wait, 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 wait. hold on, hold on. We're not just going <laughs> to kill these people while they're down. What makes you think they will stop hunting you? Maybe I can just keep running for the time being. Well, Aslo, you're on the wrong side of justice, so I hope you got money to hire a good lawyer. Let's go. To the king! What news do you bring? The cultists are enticing the orcs into some sort of bloodthirst with weapons and who knows what else. And you're certain that this is the cult's work? We've been trying to tell everybody how big of a threat this cult really is, but no one seems to believe us. Malwin's report, the cult of Altoria. They believe that the emperor will return when the continent has reached the peak of instability and chaos. Tokus is physically shaken as you read this. So the cult has been behind all of this. We have to get in. You're the disguise master. You're the guy who can blend in in any crowd. You can talk a big game no matter who you're around. You probably already know where they're having these things, Aslo. Come on, just, just tell us. <laughs> it's, you're, you're a cultist. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm a cultist. <laughs> I didn't even know it. Oh, it's no. like we like check your backpack and there's a plague doctor mask and, and a robe <laughs> in, your, in your disguise kit. And we're like, oh, no. why do you need that in your disguise kit, Aslo? <laughs> I have multiple personalities. I am Felmandar. <laughs> Maybe you guys are cultists, and then we have a Mexican standoff where we both have each other at uh, at sword point. At sword point, we're all Felmandar. We're all various facets of his personality. <laughs> Aslo, you're dual wielding, so you have a sword at both of our throats, mm-hmm. and then yeah. and then uh, I have my sword at Stripey's throat, and then Stripey has his claw. Oh. Yeah, Stripey has a bazooka at my throat, yeah. and I'm just pointing my arrow into the sky because I can't pick one of you yeah. to dislike more. Just extreme paranoia all around. So how do we do this? That's a good question, Shaba. Mm-hmm. We need a plan of action. Well, if I was a cultist. Just to clarify, I'm not one. <laughs> That's just what a cultist would say, Tokus. And then I pull up my hood. <laughs> you pull off your wig, and then you pull off your bald head, which is another wig. And then you pull that off, and there's a cultist mask underneath. And you pull that off, and you're really a dwarf, and you've been a dwarf this whole time. Where do we even start? <sighs> well, clearly we have to find somebody who's weird, and may- maybe just like low-key weird, you know? Like works a regular job but kind of takes the long way home at night and maybe like goes out and hangs out in dark alleys with other people uh <laughs> who are holding candles and beating their chests with stone tablets before they go home and then we make make friends with them and become really best friends and then they'll invite us into the cult probably what we need to do is find people who have secret second lives and then become friends with them do you guys know anyone like that? Uh, we could check Meetup. I mean, there's all kinds of weirdos on there. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, of the many, many people I've come to know in my days of traveling and playing music and all that, there is one person who sticks out in my mind. Felmandar! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that guy's a big jerk, but I don't even know where he is right now. Uh, I'm talking about someone that even you guys know. Someone with a little bit of a shady 
past and a shady <gasps> face and a shady oh, name, even. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. All right, yep. let's go. Let's do it. Yep, you know you know her name, right? I think I know who you're talking about, too. Come on, Tokus, you know who we're talking about. We haven't seen her in a long time. We haven't. It's been a while. I think she's going to be a little bit salty, if you know what I mean, or salted, as the case may be. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys do remember her name, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely remember her name. Mm-hmm. No, I, I for real do. I just didn't, you know, didn't want to like say it out loud because I <laughs> thought if you say it out loud, like then she puts a curse on you or whatever. You're not allowed to. Yeah, she's like Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetle. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, sorry, no, yeah. Blackblade. <laughs> Yeah, Black Blade. Black you gotta Blade, go Black see Black Blade. Blade. That's that's really hard to say three times, though. <laughs> yeah, she did it that way on purpose. <laughs> Black Blade, Black Blade, Black Blade. Uh, so let's go. Let's go see her. Let's go see what she's what she's doing these days. Let's do it. Now, all what right. time of day is it? Oh, Thane in the sky. Uh, we marched all night to get home. So then we don't we have to sleep still? I think you probably do. You talked to the king, actually. Yeah, we, we came home, we marched all night, and then we talked to, to the king first thing in the morning. So we're all really tired and like have multiple levels of exhaustion. So let's sleep for like 10 hours real quick and then get up at night. Because Blackblade will be, she's a, a creature of the night. That's true. Sure. So you each rest in your rooms, collapse on your beds, and just... You guys can, we can have a sleepover if you want, though. <laughs> uh, nope, nope, that's cool. I'm <laughs> no, good. No, no. Togus, you in? popcorn we spend plenty of time together as it is on the road so i will sleep in my own bed tonight thank you very much oh well fine then stripey and i will have a sleepover then stripey decides to sleep in asla's bed also (laughs) (laughs) dang it stripey (laughs) betrayal (laughs) all right to the salted slug it is let's go see ms blackblade And as night falls and you all wake up finally feeling somewhat rested, you set out for the salted slug. So once again, you are greeted with the smells of alcohol and fish, both cooked and somewhat rotting, as you are in the fisherman's district. The tavern is packed, as usual, with boisterous crews and 'er ne'er-do-wells. Glancing around, you can't immediately see anyone that you would recognize as Blackblade, but Last time you were here, she was sitting up above you in the corner, so you wouldn't be able to see her from the ground floor. All right, we'll ascend the stairs to the balcony level and uh, see if we can find a table there. As you reach the top of the stairs, the same big burly guy that you saw before stands up and walks over to you and says, What are you doing up here? I snap my fingers. Excuse me, waiter, uh, we'd like a table, please. Table for four. You're not welcome up here. That's no way to treat a distinguished guest. <laughs> what distinguishes you from anyone else? <laughs> oh, snap. I heard that one. Um, we are here on business, actually. This is a business trip. And our business partner is none other than your infamous mistress. Uh, superior? <laughs> you mean? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, she's... Yeah, she, you know what I mean. I didn't mean it in that context. I meant, like, she is your... Like your master, but a female, which is your mistress. Shaba, there could be children about. <laughs> Please. Such body talk has no place yeah. here. If you have business with the lady, then you'll wait your turn like everyone else. Oh, okay, cool. Can we get a table while we wait, perhaps? Is there a line? Wait downstairs. I'll have Winifrey fetch you. Okay. Very well. 
We go downstairs and get a table. So you're sitting at the table. It's covered with sticky residue from previous guests. <laughs> Stripey's licking it up. <laughs> Everywhere you can find anything sticky. Stripey, you don't know where that's been. <laughs> if it's around the woods, it would be different, but not in here, please. I shoot Stripey an unapproving glance. <laughs> he shoots you back a I don't care glance. <laughs> <laughs> you actually notice that for the first time, Stripey is not the only animal in the tavern. Whoa! We look around. Some other patron across the room. <laughs> There's a giraffe sticking his head up <laughs> out from behind the balcony. <laughs> what is that woolly mammoth doing in here? <laughs> Another patron across the room has a rather large, vicious-looking dog. Yikes! Collared and kind of leashed up to his man. Someone on the lower level. Yeah. Dang. What does the person look like? <laughs> Is it like in 101 Dalmatians where the person and the dog look exactly the same? <laughs> <laughs> He's got kind of a scruffy beard and scraggly hair and tough rugged leather outfit. Uh, looks like he's a traveler of some kind. Someone who frequents the wilds, at least. Hmm. I look over at Aslo and I'm like, well, we are hiring, aren't we? Uh, nope. <laughs> what gave you that impression? <laughs> I mean, I thought when we when we uh, encountered Goldan, we uh, thought about hiring him, even though he would never serve with the likes of us. Well, we were we only offered to hire him so that he wouldn't try to kill me. Remember? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> so he wouldn't try to take you captive. Listen, since we're uh, well, first of all, I will as the bar maid comes up, I'll I'll say, don't worry, guys, I've got this one. Uh, you guys get something on me, and then I'll pay her three gold out of party funds. Oh, wow. I spill my beer on you. <laughs> hey, what's that for? Oh, well, you said get something on you. Oh, crap. <laughs> Should have known better than with you, Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> and then I say, hey, while we're here, why don't, in this uh, shysty establishment, we might as well look extra shysty by splitting up our party gold, shouldn't we? Oh, definitely. We should have huge piles of gold on the table in here. And then after we leave, we should uh, throw all our weapons on the ground and walk into an alley. Perfect. <laughs> you don't seem to be all that far off in your thinking here. Other groups are discussing business of various sorts, and you can see some kind of surreptitious changing of hands of pouches and goods mm. under the table or over all over the place. If only I was level four, then I'd be able to use mage hand to steal these things right out of their fingertips. Seriously, why aren't you level four, Aslo? Yeah, I don't know. Probably because I'm a big loser. You slacker? Yeah, basically. <laughs> hey, after we talk to Blackblade, we should uh, think about, like, training so we can get better and more powerful and stuff. Eh, I would rather just rest on my laurels at this point. <laughs> I feel like we've achieved level three. I think we're, I mean, I'm good. You say that as if you have laurels, Shaba, <laughs> upon which to rest. <laughs> that is a good point, Aslo. <laughs> Yeah, we're, so we're sorely lacking in the laurels department. <laughs> At least the laurels that we do have are severely wilted and in no condition to be worn or rested upon. Yeah. You've been resting on them so long that they've just gotten squashed. There's nothing left <laughs> of what meager laurels we had. Now, what? Uh, how do we split this up again? It's been so long since I've paid you guys that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, it's in the contract somewhere. I don't know. Tokus, would you like to quote us uh, chapter and verse? Well, if I had to guess, that's going to be in section. And at this point, I've made my own copy of the document. Yes. Uh, <laughs> right, which is like 20 pages longer than ours. <laughs> Section 27B. <laughs> wow, there's a lot more sections in this thing than I remember. 
guys, come over and take a look at this. <laughs> All right. what, what is it? The split is, for some reason, and I think it has something to do with Stripey. The split is 50% to Shaba and Stripey with a 10-40 split. And Aslo and I, 25-25. Uh, I don't remember those numbers. That doesn't sound right to me. I don't recall signing those terms into law. Well, it, it had to do with our weights. And I start getting into, you know, what body mass indexes are and uh, that all the percentages are based upon our food consumption rates. Oh, okay, so to each according to his need and from each according to his ability. So, yeah, that makes sense. So I clearly have the greatest need and the greatest ability. So I should go, I should get the, the, the biggest chunk of I don't remember signing this uh, amendment. <laughs> wait, wait I, I, I thought we were talking about food distribution. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, yes. Gotcha. We're talking about money. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. And then Tokus flips back to one of the earlier pages. I believe the numbers were 40, 30, 30, right? Yeah. Okay. That was. Yeah. 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 This is, this is rations distribution. My, my bad guys. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <clears throat> yes. With Shava's split between him and Stripey. Right. So each of you will receive 60 gold pieces. Dang, dude, I'm rich, oh, that is a sum. Heck yeah. Rich. Yeah, for the first time in my life, I own more than 100 gold pieces. 102, <laughs> to be precise. Rich beyond our wildest dreams. <laughs> I would rephrase that and say we are not poor. You do have enough to afford a horse now, like you were talking about before. Ooh. Horses are fun. Mystical steed. All right, so then other than that, so we... we push giant stacks of gold across the table towards, <laughs> towards each other. Uh, I do, towards yeah. them. We just and then, shuffle um, them around for a while. We wait uh, for to be summoned. A few people are kind of watching the exchange. I look over at them and give them the double eyebrow raise. Eh? Eh? You like what you see? Hey! <laughs> it doesn't look like anyone is interested enough to start trouble over it at the moment. Although that could just mean they're waiting to pick your pockets later. Exactly. Once, yeah. <laughs> once we get out into the alley. So after you're about halfway through your meal, Winifrey, the bartender you remember from before, comes back to your table. Winnie! And says, all right, they'll see you upstairs now. All right, thanks, Win. We go upstairs? You're directed over towards the same corner table where you see Blackblade sipping some wine. Mm. It's a deep, a deep red wine. Yes. I can see her indulging in something of that sort. She seems like a woman with refined tastes. I lean over to Tokus and I say, Tokus, since this is your wheelhouse and since you are more personally invested in the outcome of this venture, I'll let you do the talking this time. Well, if you insist, and Tokus... Uh, Puffs up his chest and strides forward. Ah, yes. Blackblade. Just the person we wanted to see. Can we take a seat at the table? Uh, there is room there. All right, we sit. She looks over as you approach, nods slowly, as if gesturing to be seated. All right. Yes, I lift Stripey into my chair and stand behind it with my arms folded behind my back. <laughs> I seem to recall you three from before. We spoke to you once. Are you in need of my services yet again? Yes, we are. Hopefully it is for something more demanding than that previous task. And she picks up a bit of lint and flicks it away dramatically. <laughs> oh, quite a bit more demanding, I think you'll find. Yes. Won't she, Tokus? I... And so I look her in the eye, 
Or, well, I can't see her eyes because she's got that whole shroud thing going on. It's just a hole, right? Pretty much. A hole with a hood? I mean, with the hood pulled up is pure blackness inside. You can't see anything. <laughs> Gnarly. That's scary. And so Tokus stares into the blackness and... Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so, Blackblade, we need your help. We need information on some of the strange happenings. The zombies are ravaging the countryside, and we, we think it's all linked, and we want to know what information you have and what you could offer to us. Uh, for a fee, obviously, but um, what do you know about an ancient cult of the <laughs> late king? Well, from times past, long, long, long ago. I lean over and whisper, The Altorics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They might go <gasps> by the name of the Altorix. You seek the cult of Altoria. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you wish to join? Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're big fanboys. Well, I mean, yeah. potentially. Yeah, I look at the other two. Big fans. We want to join. Yeah, that's... Yeah, we like what they have to offer. Mm -hmm. what, do, what, do you, what do you think of them first? As long as they keep to themselves and don't bother my business... I don't see any reason to bother theirs. Hmm. But if you're looking for them, I can see why you'd have such trouble and wish to come to me. One with more knowledge than yourselves. We do have a distinct lack of knowledge betwixt us. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> believe me when I say the last thing we would ever want to do is bother you or anyone. Right. Could you tell us more about it? I could perhaps arrange a meeting... With one of their members. That would be most excellent. Of course, I would do not wish to be seen as one who would lead them into danger, and so I would need some sort of guarantee that you would not start a conflict from this. How does this serve as a guarantee? And I slide my hand across the table, and when I lift it away underneath it is a silver coin. <laughs> <laughs> That looks like quite the shiny guarantee to me. He doesn't even move in response to that. <laughs> I reach back, I reach over across the table and slide it back to, to Shaba. <laughs> okay, I put it back in my coin purse. And I say, now, Ms. Blackblade, you only moments ago mentioned that this cult is somewhat of a business rival uh, for you. Is that what I understand? They're not a rival, per se. We simply have opportunities that we seek, and as long as they don't interfere with my own goals, I see no reason to interfere with theirs. Hmm. What if it became easier for you to operate in the sort of capacity that you typically do? Yeah, you know, if you and the Cult of Altoria have, even if you have different areas of business that you focus on, what about the possibility of expanding the scope of your business to include areas that they currently occupy? What if you no longer had competition for those lines of business? You think I wish to start a cult of my own? Uh, I mean, if you started a cult, I would join, honestly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Not gonna lie. You seem like a cool chick. I'd follow you. Uh, as long as there are purses to cut and goods to be obtained, I have no quarrel with them. 
What about overthrowing underground regimes? If there's something in it for me, then I could perhaps be persuaded. This particular cult, the Altorix, they have a bit of a penchant for chaos and lawlessness. So if they had their way, they would overthrow the systems of power, which are the same ones that keep you operating in the shadows, so to speak. So I think in some ways your interests and theirs align. In some ways, I suppose. Although I can't say I would care to see them running rampant through the streets. See, now that is something that we could come to terms on, perhaps. We also don't want to see them running rampant in the streets. In fact, we would see perhaps even their downfall. If you could help us arrange a meeting, as you say, we would aspire to do the work of infiltrating their ranks and hopefully being able to bring them down once and for all so that they no longer plague the streets with their filth and stupidity. Okay, all right, Aslan, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was getting a little carried away. That's not really at all what we want. We just like them and we want to join their cult because we really, really think they're great and we're, we're all about what they're doing. Because Aslo, she just said she would only arrange a meeting if she could guarantee their safety, and you basically just <laughs> said that they wouldn't be safe. So, Shaba, make a deception check, and Aslo, make a persuasion check. <laughs> Nineteen. Are we all trying to persuade, or just Shaba? Just the two of them. Okay. Well, the bad news is I rolled a natural one. The good news is I'm a halfling, so I'm going to re-roll that. <laughs> nice. Nineteen. My, my, my. She turns to Shaba. Don't think that you can fool me. I can see that you are clearly no friends of the Altorix. Well, I thought I could fool you, honestly, but then my buddy here kind of blew our cover. So, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Wait, yeah, I'm a little bit confused about her stance on this whole thing. She's a neutral party here. She doesn't care what they do as long as they don't interfere with her stuff. And she doesn't want to arrange a meeting that is going to result in somebody getting killed because then people will lose their trust in her as a business person. Well-reasoned, large one. <laughs> well, you know, I have a way of reading people. I have this ability called empathic, and I can sort of tell like people's motivations <laughs> and stuff. So it comes in handy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Earlier I thought she was saying that she wanted them off the streets. Uh, what you have said regarding infiltrating their cult... I have my reservations as to whether you could actually pull that off. Yeah, so do we, honestly. <laughs> but it's the best thing we got going right now. <laughs> you mean you don't think the three of us are, and I look side to side, discreet enough? <laughs> I must say your discretion is severely lacking. <laughs> oh, thank you, madam. Well, Aslo can do this thing where he disappears. That's true. That's true. I would show you right now. I just don't want to waste a spell slot. <laughs> Only the weak need magic to disappear. <laughs> Ooh. I can disappear in other ways, too. And I slowly lower myself down below the edge of the table. <laughs> <laughs> I do see some merit in your motivations. However, I do not think the time is right yet. If perhaps you could come back strong enough to convince me that you would be able to fulfill your plan, then I would see to it that you meet a member of this cult. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. At this point, 
our goal isn't necessarily to overthrow the cult. We more just want to infiltrate a little bit to figure out what their plans are on a larger scale. But I see your point. Maybe we're not quite cut out for it yet. We're just information gathering at this point. Yeah, to be perfectly fair, we're probably just not even close to being capable of overthrowing the whole cult. So honestly, if we could just do a little information gathering, as Tokus said, even that would be great. I mean, how does that sound? Feel free to gather whatever information you want. Well, that's why we came to see you. (laughs) I suppose for the right price... I would be able to send someone to notify you of one of their meetings. Okay, that's a starting point. Now we're talking. What kind of uh, price are we talking about here? Considering the potential danger, should they learn that it was I who gave this information, I believe it would be reasonably priced at 120 gold. Ooh, man. Right. Man, 120 gold. Yikes. I'm getting flashbacks to Breaking Bad. You know how, like, they made a ton of money and then they had to spend so much money to cover up the stuff that they had to do to make that money (laughs) that they kept... It was like one of those vicious cycle things. Well, you and Blackblade have been talking for a while. And I kind (laughs) of give you a nudge. Yeah, let's uh, let's see. Blackblade, perhaps do you have (laughs) 110 gold? Why would we pay 90 gold? (laughs) Yeah. 80 gold is an absurd price. (laughs) <laughs> uh, perhaps do you have any uh, any kind of payment plans or um, musician discounts? And I will make a uh, persuasion rule. Perhaps a low interest installment loan. So that's against insight? Uh, yep. Contested by their insight check. Okay. So my total would be a 20. Well, my plan for payment is that you hand me the gold right here. <laughs> but <laughs> Touche. Touche. I suppose... I could let it slide for 100 gold. My men will be in more danger than I will, after all. Uh, I call for a huddle of the uh, four amigos. Yeah, okay. Um, just throwing this idea out before we huddle. What if we? What if you hired us as your men to go arrange this meeting? Then you could pay us the 100 gold to do that <laughs> instead of us paying you. And then we could just go arrange the meeting ourselves. Just saying, that's a possibility. Anyway, I'll, we'll be right back. One second. I'm sorry. <laughs> a... All right. Uh, let's huddle up. What do you think, guys? Is this worth it? It's quite a quite a pretty penny. Well, we need to make sure that we're getting every dollar amount. Do we have all the information that we need? Like, do we know that it's the Alteryx? I mean... Shaba, you're the one that did that research. You're the one that would know. Well, I'm, Blackblade has built her reputation on reliability, I assume. You know, that she's the type of business person who, uh, she keeps up her, um, what do you end call it? End of the bargain. Yeah, her end of the bargain. She's, you know, she's an honest dealer, at least in what she does. Well, who are we going to take that information to? Are we going to team up with the king again, perhaps? Yeah, like, what's the upside? Like, what's the, mm. what's the, what's the best outcome of this? Like, yeah. Yeah, we want to infiltrate the cult because they're really scary and they're going to destroy the world if we let them. But what what, but, are, eh, what are the three cares? of us? Yeah, but eh. I mean, <laughs> seriously, what are the three of us going to do? Well, what's uh, yeah? What's the main purpose here? To um, what's our end goal exactly? I, I think if we if we decide to go the route of let's pretend like we're evil cultists and join them, then we become spies for the king and we we go deep deep undercover 
as these agents, these double agents, and we report to the king everything that we find at great risk to our own persons. <laughs> well, the problem with that is, do we want to do this on our own dime, you know, without the king even knowing what we're doing? And then yeah. come back after the fact, say, hey, these are our findings. Yeah, that's a good point, Tokus. Why not, if we're going to do this, and we're going to put ourselves at risk, and we're going to put our pocketbooks at risk, why not do it on the king's dime? Like, why not get him to sponsor it? Because it, it is in his interest to know this kind of shady stuff that's going on in his kingdom, right? Mm. We might need to call up all the different contacts we've made up until this point, you know, to use that leverage. I mean, we've had a reason to meet with the king every time before. Yeah. Kind of had to bob and weave and work with the system to get to him each time. I mean, you know, maybe we'll call up all our old NPC buddies and that whole will-they-won't-they thing between Elbert and Greth will finally get worked out and they'll (laughs) fall in love. (laughs) Hey, dwarven love is something special. (laughs) It is. I I could not agree with you more, Tokus. (laughs) And we have like a collective thought bubble where we're thinking about Elbert and her luscious beard. <laughs> and then I reach up and swipe them all away and I'm like, guys, focus. Come guys, on. come on. We're huddling in right in front of Blackblade here. Come on. For the sake of flow, can we just montage with us going to see all the different NPCs that might be able to help us see the game? And then move uh, on? E- well, yeah. I mean... Possibly. Just a thought. I mean, we, we really... We know Captain Southheart, and he's the one who's gotten us meetings with the king before, so we could just go and arrange it with him. Yeah, we can go over, you know, what we know so far, I thought. Yeah, and what our plans are. Yeah, that's a that's a good... Uh, I turn back to... Uh, are you okay with this, Azza? This is perfect. This is a great okay. plan. But, okay, let's let's tell her that we're still interested, though. Let's... Let's not say the deal's off. Right. Turn back to Blackblade. Hold that thought. Uh, we need to scrounge up some funds for this. We're to- definitely totally interested. Sounds good. And we will come see you again soon. Thank you for your time this evening. Next time you come, make sure that it is worth my time. Well, I mean, we didn't. On- I mean, in all fairness, we didn't know how much it was going to cost. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Many thanks, Blackblade. Good night. D- did you guys want to put some money down so that she's not angry with us? Uh, nah. I mean, one can't be expected to walk into a seedy establishment like this with all the money in the world that they have on them. I mean, pff, who would ever do something so foolish? <laughs> Clearly not us, right? And I look down and. Do I still have my money pouch? <laughs> yeah, I checked mine as well. <laughs> yeah. How's the weight? Me too. How's the weight on that thing? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-oh. I don't think DM's we should have asked dice. that. You check your pouches, <laughs> and it seems like everything is intact. <laughs> oh, good. <sighs> uh, okay, let's get out of this thing before we come a lot less intact. All right, you guys, um, you go on ahead. I will catch up with you in a little bit. I just wanted to talk to Blackblade about something else real quick. Oh, okay, so you're going to stay behind and have secret dealings with her without us. I mean, when you put it like that, yeah. Okay, cool. See you later. But don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. It's nothing, nothing personal. Oh, I guess you have to talk about lost cities and abandoned kingdoms and stuff. All that, that <laughs> stuff that you know that we aren't <laughs> privy to. Okay, all right, that's, that's fine. Shaba, if you keep 
acting like we feel like we're left out, he's never going to let us in. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know anything about what I just said. Ooh, but I'll whisper to Shaba. What if you planted Stripey to listen in? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right, I cast Speak with Animal. And then I um, pretend to walk away with Stripey. And I do one of those sleight of hand tricks where I like pretend to pocket the, the coin and make it disappear, but it's actually Stripey. And I shove him down my pant leg and make him crawl out. And then he goes out <laughs> under my, by my boot and crawls under the table. And then, I, and then Tokus and I walk away. You realize that speak with animals allows you to speak with animals, not the exactly. animals to understand what other people are saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so clearly this is a well-conceived plan. <laughs> do I need to roll a perception check or something? Sure. Let's do a stealth and perception to see if you notice Stripey. Okay. I got a 21 on my sleight of hand check. <laughs> or if it's stealth, I got a 23. I think at best I can only match that. Uh, yep, I got an 11. So Stripey is hidden upstairs nearby. Oh, yeah. But he has no idea what you're actually saying, so I'm not sure that this <laughs> makes any difference. <laughs> You're right, Tokus. This is going to work out perfectly. I can already tell. Yes. We'll finally know what's going on with Aslo. <laughs> yep, and we, we walk out all, like, proud of ourselves and <laughs> as we stride out of the bar. Yeah, I've, I've been wondering what's going on with him for a while now. Mm-hmm. That makes two of us. Yeah. Oh, well, let, let, let's keep walking. Yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, yeah. right, we go out on the street and kick rocks around while Aslo's inside talking. <laughs> no, we'll we'll do some more thumb wrestling. Okay, yeah, we'll thumb war and a bunch. I'm so rich now, we could even bet if you want, Java. <laughs> Heck yeah, gamble it all away. Let's gamble. Let's <laughs> let's bet some random passerby. I'll give you a hundred gold pieces if I can beat him in thumb war. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things about that that don't make sense. <laughs> That's how gambling works. I know how gambling works. We used to do it. The, the older Goliaths in the tribe taught me how. <laughs> I never won, but it was great. Awesome. I finally felt included, like part of the tribe. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun when you get together with all the guys and have a, a fun gambling game. <laughs> the Damage Guild Podcast. Granting you a circumstance bonus to happiness since 2018. Hey out there, you crazy kids and crazy kid land. Welcome back to the DGP. I'm your host, Jay Stout. But also, if you really stop and think about it, you're my host. As the audio signals generated by my voice burrow deep into the twisting canals of your innermost ear. It's almost as if my words right now are sound maggots for your brain. Isn't that super creepy? Well, we'd like to thank you all again for listening and uh, for being such wonderful folks out there. Um, We have a lot of things on the internet, a contest on Twitter, uh, where you can suggest a name for something in the game world, and if we like it, we'll use it. You can go to player.fm and subscribe and upvote us or subscribe to our show and we will move up the ranks on the page of best D&D podcasts there which is great for the visibility of our show. We have a brand new Patreon campaign that you can go check out, you can go see what the reward tiers are. Uh if you have 
enjoyed our show, if it, you feel like it provides value to you, if it's given you some entertainment, then hey, maybe you know, maybe you can skip uh, skip the Starbucks every once in a while and ship us a couple bucks a month. That would mean a whole lot to us. We really appreciate your support there. If you want to go check out our live streams on Twitch, which we're we're back in full swing there, we. We stream about once a month uh, our Champions of the Multiverse campaign. Um, you can follow us at twitch.tv slash damageguild and be notified whenever we go live or whenever we post a new event. We're also on Facebook and YouTube, so you can watch previous streams. You can check out our store, thedamageguild.com slash shop. And we've actually got some brand new pages on our main website. We just uh, sort of spiced up those four links at the top of the page. Um, we added some more in-depth cast bios uh, of the four of us, talking about our, a little more about ourselves. So if you're interested in that, you can check it out. We talked about some of our preparation for creating this show and what we, the goals we wanted to achieve there. We talk a little bit about um, creating the world of Grisanth, where the the setting. Uh, where the the adventure takes place, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. So there's there's a lot of great content just on our main website directly. If you want to go take a look at that, if that interests you, you're more than welcome to hop on our Discord server. If you haven't done that already, we've got a link uh, at the top of our homepage that will get you in there. Uh, that's a great place to interface with other with other listeners, join the discussion, see what's going on, have some conversations directly with us because we frequent there. We go in and check those threads fairly often and, and join in. So if there's anything you wanted to say, or if you just wanted to contact us directly, we've got a contact form on our website, or you can email us at guild at thedamagedguild.com. So as always, thank you for allowing us to burrow deep into your brain and be with you in that sort of weird, parasitic almost way. But thanks for, for spending your time listening. It really means a lot to us. We appreciate your support, and we're glad we found each other. So please, without further ado, enjoy the rest of this episode, and we'll see you on Monday in just two short weeks. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Now, Ms. Blackblade, perhaps I can make this, uh, this particular meeting worth a little bit more of your time. I'm looking for some information on some loved ones across the ocean. Now, I don't know if you would use magical means to do so or mundane means, but I'm essentially looking to check up on some family, some, some loved ones from uh, back home. Oh, sweet. <laughs> My connections are quite widespread. I could look into this for you, or have some of my friends find out what's happening with these friends of yours. You have contacts even in Merengar? I have some. I make no guarantees that they would be able to find any given person. What are your rates? What's, what's the going rate for contacting or checking up on a person? We could do some simple investigations for 25 gold, assuming we have enough to work with, of course. Okay. We need information to know who we are supposed to locate. Hmm. What if I were looking to do a little bit more in-depth investigation into one person in particular? What sort of investigation? I want to find out where this person lives, what they do day-to-day, 
and perhaps even how powerful of a force they might be. That does not sound like you're checking up on a loved one. Well, yes, true, but uh, this this one in particular would would uh, not be a loved one. They would be a hated one, if anything. <laughs> now that is more along my style. I can have my men do a thorough investigation. If you have information for me, then the easier it is to find them, the less expensive it will be. All right. So what can you tell me about this person you're trying to locate? Well, I can tell you that this person's name is Felmendar. Felmendar? <laughs> From outside, you hear Shabba's voice <laughs> echoing. <laughs> Judges on the street. My fist raised to the sky. How did he know that? <laughs> this person is a of high elven descent. They are a powerful bard spellcaster and um, a very charismatic person who uh, who lives in Merengar. For someone of such high profile, they should be easy to locate. Very well. I will send my men to investigate. When I have information for you, I will expect payment likely in the range of 40 to 50 gold depending on how much we are able to learn. And how long... Uh, will it be till I can expect to hear from you? We should be able to conduct an investigation within the month. That seems equitable. Very well. Now, should we find him and you be unable to pay us, you realize what that would mean, of course. Oh, yes. Yes, I'm fully aware. You know what, Blackblade? I said I would make this worth your time, and I know that you are reputable, dark, uh, shady person. So I will, uh, I will pay some up front. How does 20 gold sound? A suitable start. And I'll slide that across the table. This time she actually does reach forward and collect the gold, clinking the coins one by one between her hands as she counts them before putting them into a pouch. There is one other person I would wish to check up on, perhaps more than anyone else. If you could find out information about uh, a woman named... Nelia Thistledown. It would be of utmost importance to me. This person, I would, I would simply like to know that they are alive and well, and that they are doing okay. I will see what I can do for the previously agreed upon 20 gold. I do so a little bit shakily, but I'll go ahead and take out the rest and, and slide it over to her. It is a pleasure doing business with you. And with you as well. I'll bow and depart. She's finishing counting the coins as you walk away. And a couple of the other tough guys glare at you. Seems like they never have any other expression. <laughs> I wink at them, and then I trip over something on the floor. <laughs> and I look down and go, Stripey, what are you doing still here? <laughs> no, uh, I just I just walk downstairs, and then I guess Stripey will follow me. Or perhaps he r- rappels down the, out the window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He scuttles to the edge of the balcony and flings himself off with a... Little string does a does a swan dive off the balcony. Yeah, and rappels down, <laughs> and he's out there with us by the time you get outside with a pair of shades on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Cool. So I, I head outside. Hey, guys, what's going on? No, not again, Tokus. Please have mercy. There's like a crowd of people watching <laughs> yeah. us at this point. Tokus, Tokus, Shaba, Shaba. Yeah, I'm like down, slumped, lying on my belly, but like with my upper body up and my hand, my thumb poised, trembling beneath Tokus's mighty other thumb. <laughs> Tokus, please, you gotta let me go. Shaba, not until you say the magic word. Uh, okay, you win, you win. I tap out. That, that's not the magic word. Uh, I mean, uh, Alaka. Rutabaga. 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 Yep. Okay, and, and I release him. <laughs> uh, thanks, Aslo. Oh, Aslo, you're back. Hey, guys. Uh, oh, hey. What's up? Don't, doesn't uh, somebody owe somebody money for losing that? Oh yeah, I pull I pull a random homeless guy over and I'm give him a hundred gold. Here you go, man. You win. Are you serious? No, that's very oh, generous. Gosh, that's all my money in the world. Now I have to chase him down and starts a whole new quest. <laughs> yeah, you homeless guys are particularly difficult to find. <laughs> He's like running away. I'm rich, rich, I'm rich. <laughs> well, did everything go well, Asa? Uh, everything's fine. We're all fine here. How are you? I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm doing well. Except that I just... We're sending a squad in. <laughs> yeah, I just lost uh, everything. That's a bummer. Yeah, but other than that, I'm doing great. Cool. Well, perhaps we should uh, go back to the guild and uh, finish sleeping for the night, or... Uh, well, we're nocturnal now, remember? Oh, right. Yeah, we, we are awake during the, during the night. This is our time. This is our time <laughs> when we are most full of life. That's going to make shopping really difficult. It is. <laughs> or interfacing with normal people. Yeah, that too. But look at the stars, Aslo. Look at how beautiful the stars are. It is the simple things. Even though now we're loaded with a lot of gold, we've got to learn to enjoy this time together. Or we could blow it all bar hopping or, you know, Shaba, you like taking yourself to the spa, right? I think now that we have all this money, we should do some serious uh, treat yourself time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Go on a shopping spree? Yeah, we need to just buy a bunch of stuff and get baths and pedicures and massages and feathered hats. Asla, you already have some of those, though. I do. I do have a feathered hat. You, one can never have too many feathered hats, however. That's fair. That's fair. Or too many feathers in one hat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've always wanted to go on a river cruise. Let's do that. I like it. There was that whole vacation to the Isles of the Dawn that we were talking about. Oh, hey, you know what else we could do? We could train. Hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, int- that's an interesting idea. Uh, may I ask why? Because training is awesome. Okay. Well... Don't you agree? Sort of. I mean, yeah, it's fun to, like, shoot arrows at things and, like, run a lot and do push-ups. I know Tokus loves push-ups. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm just thinking we've been traveling around a lot. You guys have been uh, working really hard. I think you guys have earned a few days of unpaid vacation. We'll just hang out here <laughs> in Inept. We'll take some time off and uh, just kind of work out and do our thing. You know, they call that a staycation, not... Mm. We'll call it what you will. You guys have earned it. <laughs> well, thanks, Aslo. That's really generous of you. Well, I know exactly how I'm going to spend it. I lean into Shaba. Uh, Shaba, you still 
Got that box? Uh, yeah, the sacred box. That one? Yeah, that one. Yeah, got it. Okay, can I have the crystal shard that we have? Um, have is a strong word. Could I borrow it for some... I've got, uh, hmm. I've got some experiments I'd like to run. Okay, just don't blow it up and shard yourself in the face again, okay? Yeah, no guarantees it's not going to explode, but hopefully (laughs) with the alchemy equipment I should be able to do a better job, you know. I should have some other alchemists to mentor over me and help me do, you know, alchemy. Okay, okay, that's that's sweet. That sounds like a good arrangement. Okay, well, at least maybe you'll be safe, so if you need to be hospitalized, they can get you where you need to go. Yeah, but this is very potent magic, and I know we haven't been using it because it's evil, and I'm wondering <laughs> if I can kind of re-engineer this magic and uh, the crystal, maybe, uh, maybe do something more fruitful with it, you know, other than it's just sitting in a box. Okay, all right. I like where you're going with this. Okay, yeah, I open the box and, and give you the crystal. And... Tokus is grinning ear to ear <laughs> as he as it's holding the, the crystal in his hand and he contemplates all the powerful things he could do with the crystal uh, and then he puts it in his bag. <laughs> okay. Excellent. What are you doing, Aslo? Well, you know, I was thinking um, I've taken some hits in combat lately. <laughs> And I want to get get better at uh, at avoiding that if possible because I don't like getting stabbed and shot and stuff. So Shaba, I was actually wondering if if we could spend some time at the range or the training zone inside the guild, and if you want to just like shoot some arrows at me and I can see if I can dodge them. Oh, sweet! That sounds fun. I mean, who doesn't want to practice archery on their boss, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. If my boss ever listens to this, you're great. No, I, I technically don't even have a boss. I have project <laughs> managers at work, and all of them are great, and I love them very much, and I would never shoot them with an arrow. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Cool. I also got to visit Almar, because it's been a while, and I just wanted to say hi, even though it's in the middle of the night. Okay, guys, maybe we should uh, stay up all night and then all day tomorrow, and then go to sleep tomorrow night so we can get back on a, like, a regular schedule. Mm. I mean, except for Tokus, because he's just he just doesn't sleep at all. Yeah, yeah, guilty as charged. <laughs> all right, Azla, let's go hit the gym. All right, let's go. All right, see you guys. Now we do a montage. We do a montage. It's we're we're doing archery and dodging practice while Tokus is exploding things in the lab at the <laughs> Alchemist Guild. What about your shield training, all that stuff, Tokus? Yeah, about that. Yeah, he holds his shield while experimenting so that when it blows up, he can cover himself. Let's have Aslo and Shaba go first. All right, I take out some arrows and shoot them at Aslo. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold Shaba! Okay, go, run, uh, run across the room, Aslo, and I'll... Uh, hold on, I have to heal myself first. And I will continue <laughs> shooting at you. Okay, just wait till I'm ready this time. Okay. All right, and I'm ready. And ready? Okay, go. 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 And I shoot. And I shoot you a bunch. Okay. I dodge them all. Okay. Sweet. That was great training. After you're done do- all of your do- after you've used all your dodges, I shoot you again. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I don't dodge them apparently. Um, no, I think I think this is, this should definitely be a, a montage with the um, the eye of the tiger going in the background. Mm-hmm. That'll work. Dun, 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 dun. And then it's me like running up and down stairs. 
while Shaba shoots at me. Yep. And uh, let's see what else. I'm like doing handsprings and stuff to dodge arrows. I like it. This is going to be more than just one night of training, right? I suppose so, yeah. I mean, Aslo said we could have a couple of days of unpaid leave, so we might as well take advantage of them while we have them, right? Yeah. So you spend the next few days running around shooting and getting shot up. Mm-hmm. Throughout these couple of days, Shaba also would like to learn a new skill, which is to, I want to learn how to shoot myself. So I, lo- <laughs> I launch an arrow real high in the air, and then I look up at it and I run, and I like, you know, I'm like taking two steps left, and three steps back, and four steps forward, and two steps left, and I'm like waiting, and then sticking out my chest right as it comes down and going, ah, yeah! <laughs> Shaba learns masochism. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because nobody can shoot themselves. That's a valuable <laughs> skill. <laughs> Plus, Goliaths are the most dangerous game. They are, yeah. Of all. If you can't hunt yourself, what can you, I mean... Yeah, the most dangerous game, right? Like, you can hunt all the wild animals, and you can hunt all the other people, but nobody ever thinks, what about, what if I hunt myself? <laughs> that would be the ultimate challenge. The ultimate challenge, that's yeah. right. What, are you switching your favorite enemy to Giant, or Goliath? Yes. To, your, to just to himself. <laughs> just to Shaba, that's Shabba. it. Shaba. Favorite enemy, Shaba. Yeah, when you said shoot yourself, <laughs> I imagine a huge trebuchet, or one of those ginormous crossbow machines that mm. they used in the Middle Ages, and you were going to sit in it and launch yourself. Oh, yeah, or like an evil <laughs> Knievel-style cannon. I started drafting plans in my head when you mentioned that, and I thought, oh, man. Okay. Okay. Now, how would we do that? Yeah, we just need like an 800 millimeter cannon, yeah. like that's 20 feet long that I can launch myself out of with a massive amounts of gunpowder. <laughs> right. We could be the first circus with a human, I, I mean, Goliath cannonball. Yep. All right, let's do that after we open the banana stand. And invent gunpowder. <laughs> yep. <laughs> after yes. we discover bananas and invent gunpowder, we've got lofty ideal, lofty expectations <laughs> for ourselves. Yeah. We're in the wrong universe. Everything keeps coming back to gunpowder. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Yeah, our our montage is done. And Tokus spends a few days down in the lab experimenting on the crystal, trying to suss out its secrets and assume some of its dark powers for himself. Right. Well, I plan to glean into the other alchemists and one of them, you know, such as Ilvar. Remember the sleepy alchemist I met the last time I was there? Thane, did you have any other names or NPC alchemists created for that? Not at the moment. Well, that's okay. I'll spend some time with Ezric. There was tired guy and bored guy and uh, tree pollen guy. <laughs> so you go talk to Ezric? Yes, master. So I'm looking to learn some other types of magic, perhaps? Hmm. You wish to be a true mage? Yes, master. At least more than just this alchemicals concoctions and such. Is that correct? Yes, Master. That is correct. Well, I am no wizard myself, but every good alchemist knows a few spells and dabbles a bit here and there. I could assist you in your research. Should I tell him about the crystal, guys? What do you think? Doesn't he already know about the crystal? I don't know what his opinion of black magic is. Well, one of the last times we visited him... You had just exploded a crystal into your face, and he gave you the concoction that saved your life. Yeah, I don't know if he'd be okay with me learning, you know, clearly trying to make a potion or some sort of magic from the crystal. So, uh, Master, 
what magic or new types of alchemy do you think you could teach me, you know, while I'm here training with you? Oh, I can help you learn whatever it is that interests you. That is my job as your master. Well, I'm a little bit jealous of Aslo, you know. Ooh, he, he thinks he's the magic caster of the group. And I've been wondering, uh, could you teach me some form of illusionary magic? I suppose I know a little bit of that. Yeah, just like minor stuff, e- easy stuff, stuff even I could learn. I could lend you a hand. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be great, Master. By the way, it has been some time since I've seen you... How have you been? Are things going well? Are you staying healthy? Avoiding the curse and the plague that you've seemed to have gotten yourself involved in? You know, I'm feeling great. Really great. And Tokus pulls the crystal out of his bag and says, But I feel even better with this in my hand. I, I don't know why. I've, I've never felt this way before. And to- Tokus' voice uh, clearly changes and everything. So that together we can rule the galaxy. Uh, and then he puts the crystal away. Yeah, no, no nothing, nothing feels new with me. And then I pull the crystal back out again. And this crystal, I was thinking we could uh, experiment with it. As I recall, the guild already conducted experiments on the crystal. Right. You know, just for our purposes. I mean, we are going... Oh, and I hush my voice. We are going up against the cult after all. But the Alchemist Guild has eyes everywhere anyways. Seriously, though, I I can't put my finger on it. I don't know why it feels so good to hold this crystal now. I don't understand that either. Personally, it seems... To be draining some of my own energy as you hold that. Isric, we're going to need everything we've got. And I think the solution might be learning how to weaponize and turn their own magic against them. Hmm. Please, Isric, just this once. I I don't know how you feel about black magic. I I think you told me once to never, ever, ever, ever do black magic. But, you know, this is war, Isric. And you think? That the ends justify the means. <laughs> but the means are just so much fun, Ezric. <laughs> no, Master, you're right. I don't know what's come over me. That, that that doesn't sound like me at all. And I put the crystal away. We should do it the boring... Uh, I mean, the, the, the good guy <laughs> way. He scratches his beard in thought. If you wouldn't mind, could you... Unbutton your shirt there. Oh, Ezric. Okay now, okay. (laughs) Let me see that wound. Oh, okay, the wound. All right. And so Tokus agrees and unbuttons his uh, armor. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Unbutton the shirt and pull the armor. (laughs) I am... um, I pull the armor off and unbutton the shirt. I thought that it was going to heal just fine, but... It seems that there was much stronger magic in that than I suspected. Wait, I'm not cured? The curse has taken hold. This whole time, I I wasn't cured? And and Togus just starts full out panicking at this point. No, no, no. I I think you should be all right. And you can see that there's still the mark of where you were struck with the crystal before when it exploded on you. Mm, And it has some kind of black veins coming out from it. It's nothing compared to what it used to look like, but it still hasn't healed. Yeah, we should should probably get that checked out. (laughs) But first... 
It just feels so good for me to hold this crystal in my hand. Maybe before I get checked out, we should do some experiments on me. <laughs> and and Tokus rubs his hands together. You know, what's the harm? Well, I suppose you've survived this long. You could try something. It could be that the remains of the crystal within you have some sort of resonance with that outside. They were once one and the same, were they not? Yes. So, uh, what you're saying is I'm attuned to the crystal? You know, like, in an evil sort of demonic way? (laughs) (laughs) That is a plausible theory. Hmm. Let's take you into the lab, and I will investigate and see if there's anything that I can learn to help. Ooh, do we get to use the really big lab? I mean, the last lab that I, you know, was working with, I mean, it just it just sucked. It was, it was basically like a glorified chemistry class. Yeah, it just really <laughs> stinks. Like, literally. The whole alchemist guild stinks. Hey! Good one, Ezra. True that. Uh, Yes. Yeah, you always were one for for dad jokes. Good good jokes, I mean, good jokes. And so he leads you off into one of the bigger research areas, and you can see a few other older alchemists. Looks like they're all very experienced and have been here for, you know, 10, 20 years at least. And Tokus willingly uh, jumps onto a stretcher, and says, let's do this thing. <laughs> so he explains the situation to a few of them, and they get together and start performing all sorts of weird experiments on you. <laughs> oh, God. Awesome. They decide to put you out for most of them, so you fall unconscious and don't actually see what they're doing to you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to know. Yeah, as I'm falling asleep, I see jars of leeches and other weird, <laughs> vibrant potions and syringes. And everybody else in the room is getting really excited, and it's kind of scary. And I'm just, just glad I'm going to be knocked out for this. Yeah, it's like in the movies where you like wake up and everything's all like wobbly and stuff. And you just have these glimmers of like jars of creatures and formaldehyde and yeah. like echoey voices and them shining lights in your face. Yeah. Pretty much, I'm um, just like an alien, poor, helpless, innocent alien uh, in the middle of an Area 51 laboratory, and they're just <laughs> going to take off my legs just to see what happens. <laughs> now let's see if the crystal fits up his nostril, nostril, nostril. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm out. I'm out cold. 